This is why we need to be on camera. Okay, well, now that Paulina just <laughs> fought her headphones for the fourth time this season in our three I got episodes. episodes. Yeah. I got really excited about Ryan Gosling. leaning on a bed recording a podcast it's very professional it's how we do it around here i wish people could see us (laughs) all (laughs) laying in the bed together (laughs) that's a different kind of podcast (laughs) no it's this one yeah (laughs) as it turns out it's this podcast it's also this one i think maybe we should be looking for subscriptions then yeah Ooh, (laughs) patreon patreon is that what they call it patreon you have to pay for this i was thinking more because we fans ish but yeah Oh yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Road. I don't subscribe okay. to that site either you know of those what? sites. The office is under renovations, and it will be open soon. That's true. That's true. This is not God, us gently be- nudging you <laughs> at all. I like being on the bed with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we fit. We fit well. We fit well. Okay. Um, it's a roomy twin. It's actually a queen. It's a queen. Oh, good. Okay. Just making sure. It just feels a little snug. <laughs> Don't put your toes on me. Oh, God, I would never. Where's your hand? (laughs) Those are my toes. (laughs) Listen, I can climb a tree that way. Really fast. (laughs) Okay, so this is already starting off off the rails. Fucked. (laughs) We are off the rails. We're off the rails. Okay, Uh, we have a fun episode today, though. Really fun stuff. Because we are going to do a little game led by Quinn. And then we might talk a little football as we tend to just naturally do. Yep. And then because it's the holidays, we have a fun little holiday segment as well. Yeah. So Quinn, do you want to kick us off with this game that I am both excited and nervous for? All right. So on our continued path of bordering on stalking but mostly just fangirling Zach Hyman of the Edmonton Oilers I introduce to you Hyman fact or fiction amazing I choose fiction what oh wait (laughs) I see (laughs) all facts wait fact yeah okay never mind no that was right just trying to trick you (laughs) at your own game (laughs) okay like full disclosure i always get nonfiction and fiction screwed up okay but anyways (laughs) all right here we go question number one do we answer at the same time i think we just both answer let's just see what happens yes okay i just we have to get this under control we'll do this is a competition though yes yeah it is a competition yes and there are chips on the line okay maybe beers okay Question number one, Zach Hyman, where's the number 18 because it is considered a lucky number in Judaism? I'm breathing really heavily into this mic because I'm so nervous. And you're thinking about Zach Hyman. I'm going to say true. It's fact or fiction? I'm going to say fiction. It is fact. Oh. Okay, does that I count? Can, she said true. Okay, yeah, it counts. Okay. I'm gonna okay. I'm I can taste those Miss Vicky's chips. I can okay. Question number two. 
Zach Hyman was drafted by the Florida Panthers. True. I mean, fact. Sorry. You're really bad at this game. Yeah. I yeah. Am. Well, like I, good, bad. In a, yeah. So far. It is fact. Zach Hyman attended the F1 race in Montreal and said the best part of it was the people watching. That sounds like Zach. I was going to say I'm that does say fact. Like Zach. I'm going to go fiction. You're going fact? Clara like, says fact? Yeah, but would she do three facts in a row? Well, actually, it was fiction, fact. No, wait. It no, it's been fact, fact, fact. Okay, I'm going fiction. <laughs> fiction. It is, in fact, fiction. That was Vinny DeHarnay of the Edmonton Oilers okay. who actually he went knew. to the F1 race and said that the best part of it was people watching. All right. Zach Hyman attended the University of Michigan where he graduated with a 3.7 GPA. Fact. Fact. It is fact. So we're tied now. Well, you kind of piggybacked <laughs> on my answer last time, but sure. <laughs> Zach Hyman's career high goals is 36 in a single season. Fiction. Fiction. It is fact. Last year with the Edmonton Oilers. I thought it was 26 for some he reason. He got 36 goals last year. He sure did. We should, have never, you know we should have never doubted we that. We should have never doubted that, but like, there were so many leaders on that team last year, it was hard to keep track. Yeah, the, the, I mean, when you have like, like Nuge, Nuge getting to 100 points... Connor McDavid going ex- like ballistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard to know. All right, next one. Zach Hyman was born in London, England, but moved to Toronto as a child. Fiction. Fiction. It is fiction. He was born in Toronto. Oh, I had All right, to this see one's him a good one. It. Zach Hyman is a Scorpio. <gasps> fiction. Fiction. He is a Gemini. He's born June 9th. June 9th. Oh, she did her homework. I didn't. But he does not give me Scorpio energy. Oh, he doesn't give me Gemini energy. He's one of the good ones. Good Gemini men. I shouldn't have done this question because I don't know. But anyways. Um, okay. Next one. Zach Hyman is starting to dabble in a bit of hunting. Fiction. Fiction. He would never. Yep, it is actually Brett Kulak, defenseman for the Edmonton Oilers, who has started to dabble in hunting. Mm -hmm. Zach Hyman is the oldest of five boys. Fact. No. Do this into the microphone so that people know. I'm thinking. Okay, so his brothers are, there's Spencer, Oliver. What? Zach. Did you have nothing going on today? <laughs> I just know him. Mm. Like, you don't know him. Okay. I know him. Mm-hmm. I think it's four brothers. No, it is five. Sorry. He is the oldest of five yeah. boys. Well, is she I answered lead? first, so that one's mine. But you didn't name them all, so. Oh, no boy. No bonus points. Okay, well, here, okay. Zach Hyman's dad, Stuart, was an NHL goaltender. Fiction. Fiction. Okay, but bonus points if you know the interesting story behind Stuart Hyman. He's married to Vicky Hyman, the Miss Vicky's mogul, chip mogul. Bold prediction, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's my bold prediction going into the weekend. So Stuart, I found this one in the archives. Stuart, interestingly, when Zach was younger 
bought a number of Greater Toronto Minor Hockey League teams and hired high-level coaches to coach them. And it was actually quite controversial. I didn't get into the entire article, so they ended up taking the teams away from him. But these high-end coaches were coaches of people like P.K. Subban, Zach Hyman, and Steven Stamkos. So guys that ended up in the NHL. And this is in minor hockey? Yeah. So Stewart bought all these teams so that he could hire really high-end coaches to coach these young kids. Buy a minor hockey team. Yeah. I I didn't get into the logistics of it. I apologize. Yeah. He's got interesting. He's got that Miss Vicky's money. But that's why Hyman's (laughs) so nice because he had to smooth everything over for his dad all the time. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, Last one. Zach Hyman's favorite sport other than hockey is lacrosse. Fiction. Fiction. I don't know the answer. (laughs) Oh, I feel like it's (laughs) basketball. It's I bet golf. you it's like it's gotta be golf. soccer. No, because his fourth book that he has coming out is about basketball. Hmm. Fun fact. But he has a book called Me and the Bambino. Does that mean the, like, Babe Ruth? Oh, shit. Okay. So maybe it's baseball. Maybe it is baseball. That was his first book. So yeah. I like baseball a little bit more. Well, it's I've learned lacrosse. something here today, and it's that I know nothing about Zach Hyman. Uh, I had a couple good guesses there, though. Yeah. I did. And there was nothing you could really study for. Well, I thought so until Paulina started naming off his brothers. I feel like we should make a t-shirt of all, <laughs> all the, brothers. the brothers. You know those t-shirts where it's like yeah. name and name yeah. and that seems creepy. Is that crossing a line? No, what I'm going to make are it. doing now is <laughs> I'm creepy. putting an order in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to get me one actually order too. It, order in with myself. Okay. Okay, so that was Zach Hyman fact or fiction. I like it. Well done. Good job, Quinn. Thanks, Quinn. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell my boss. That's what I did at work today. I just imagine that you have like some kind of fax machine that sends you NHL information or specifically Oilers information whenever you want it. I think it's all, it's all in your, it's all up there. No, it's a fax machine. I think she's a fact machine. A fact or fiction machine. Okay. Yeah. You do lie half the time. (laughs) Half the time it's lies. Well, nobody questions me. So until that happens, I will continue with the lies. Super fair point. Okay. What do we want to jump into now? Do we want to talk about football? You're in charge. It is the quarter. That's a lot of pressure. It is the quarterfinals in fantasy. Yeah. So it's a very big weekend. Very exciting weekend stressful stressful for you it is stressful for me because in our fantasy league like i should not really be there like i don't i don't really expect to win Mm -hmm. i like that i make quite the the climb quite the comeback but i don't have the best team in the league i don't and everybody is hurt everybody is injured okay is this the most qb injuries ever in a season because I, mean, I don't remember in recent starters in general. Okay, maybe in the last like five years, I don't remember having this many issues with QBs. Mm-hmm. It's been nuts. And so, what are you referring to here? Josh Allen is well, Herbert, Justin Herbert was is out now. Jeez, which affects Keenan Allen, who is also injured, and on my roster and one of my only 
one of my only okay as yeah. we talk about fantasy and yeah. we continue on our journey of getting people who have never done fantasy aka quinn phillips yeah into fantasy question number two on week number two of our our delightful series here of how to get into fantasy football what are the first steps in understanding how you should make picks what are the first steps I, I feel like what like, do you want to look for like how does the point system work you know I think that um every league is a little bit different when it comes to what slots you have on your roster and so we've run a two quarterback league we've had single quarterback leagues um and so you're trying to balance out like what um positions you need and then Obviously, depending on where you are in the draft pick is uh, a pretty significant... um, In terms of strategy. I think it's interesting to kind of figure out what are the puzzle pieces I need and then am I seventh out of eight people drafting? Because then you're going to see, okay, what positions do I need to pick first? And then I think Paulina can probably speak to the their right approach for that but the, that's kind of what you need to think about is like what what order am I drafting in and then what positions kind of should I start putting at the top um because yeah some you don't want to be yeah, picking exactly. defense first no um so, unless it's really good defense no. no no one's gonna pick a defense first uh or a kicker you pick kickers last so puzzle piece is a really good way to put it uh and there are fantasy draft rankings and you can kind of get a sense of how other league mates might draft um, because you kind of fantasy ranks them according to you know top tier players or you know studs we might call them um so i don't who was it this year that was top of I think it might have been Christian McCaffrey. Actually, I don't. I don't remember. No, he. It wasn't Christian McCaffrey. He was no, like number two. But I did get him because somebody else had a strategy of like, I'm gonna go in for, I'm gonna go in for a QB because this was a two QB league. Sorry, I'm speaking right. about a different league. Right. So if it's a two QB league, quarterbacks are more valuable, and you might want to draft a quarterback in your like first or second pick. But what I did this year, um, just to give you an idea, in this two QB league, was I, I drafted quarterbacks late because if you look at the fantasy draft rankings, it l- appeared that there were a lot of really good quarterbacks that were kind of lower on on the on the chart. Like Geno Smith was really good last year, but he was he was quite low down. So I was like, I can I can get some really top wide receivers, RBs. RBs are a tough position to fill. Um, I can get those filled out, fill out my roster, and then I can draft a quarterback late and still get a pretty decent one. So I thought I would balance out. Now, the funny thing about drafting is it is sometimes just a fucking crapshoot because mm-hmm. there, as we know, were a million inju- or a million injuries this season. So that strategy didn't end up really working for my QBs I had to make trades I had to really like find some on on waivers and we'll get into waivers in another week but does that kind of give you a good sense yeah she I has think no so. idea I feel no, like you I was what, listening you for like, most of it you have to do 
I saw the eyes glazing over. You kind of have to, they have mock drafts, and honestly, that is the most helpful thing Those that you do can help. do. Because mm-hmm. you get a sense of what players are going first, which ones are the hot commodities, and then you can kind of get some through the doing a few of those get some strategy in place of how you want to round out your roster Mm -hmm. yeah okay essentially you're trying to get the best player available ah yes (laughs) it's a really good straps yeah (laughs) but but it goes really fast and i think it's more about prioritizing which spots you want to fill first and it's like if this person goes does that mean i want to go for a wide receiver now um Anyway, yeah. I mean, the first year is just give her and learn from there. People will draft, you know, some people will just draft whoever the top of the list is, basically, of the draft rankings, like who's next in line. But then some people like to just pick, you know, their guys. Like, I I really like Brees Hall. Um, I really liked Mark Andrews. He turned out to be not as much of a hit as I would have liked him to be. He's also injured again. Um, some people like to go for their their guys, right? Mm-hmm. So it can it once you're in there, it's you kind of have to go with your instincts a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And we'll Thanks, ladies. Okay. Um, any game you're excited for this weekend? Cowboys Bills should be good. Cowboys. Yeah. Well, okay. Since we're talking about the Cowboys, how about that? I. I Is Claire, it time for a touch of a brag? Claire yeah. owes me. A bag of Miss Vicky's family size chips yeah, because I, I did say that the that the Cowboys were going to beat the Eagles and they did, and it wasn't as close as I thought it was going to be. You should have bet some money on that. Like I should have. I feel like the odds were in the Eagles' favor. I don't know. I, I you guys are really gung ho about the Eagles. I just don't know that they're making it all the way. I mean, the last two games not looking good. No, not looking good at all. Not looking good. You got to face a little adversity. I stand by that. I thought yeah, that was a really I say good point. The, yeah. I say the game to watch this week is definitely that Dallas-Buffalo game. Yeah. And what do we think? I'm going to go Dallas again. Am I a Cowboys fan? No. Buffalo's so good. Oh, I know. You're off the podcast if that ever happens. I would never. I would never. I don't know. I'll go Buffalo just to go against you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I want to say Buffalo. Okay. I'm less passionate double about or nothing this one. Especially because Alan's Miss healthy. Vicky's chips. I want jalapeno and cheddar for the next bag. Okay. Okay. Or Miss Vicky's jalapeno. Thank you. Miss um, Vicky Hyman. Miss Vicky ha- Hyman jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are in the midst of holiday season, which means we're all watching our favorite holiday classics. Okay, <laughs> we tend to save our favorites, I think, for, you know, like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I don't know. I, I tend to do that. I don't know about yeah. you guys. But we thought it would be fun. I feel like you can tell a lot by a person by their favorite Christmas movie. I think you're probably right about that. Um, so what we're going to do is I am going to do a little assessment or we're going to I'm going to do a little segment called What Does Your Favorite Christmas Movie Say About You? What Makes Me Qualified to Make this assessment um i have seen every movie and i'm extremely judgmental that's perfect that that what else yeah i trust me? you Th- i'm just gonna blast through these okay I and can't wait. also please do not be offended um i do like all of these movies so if this is your favorite and you feel offended uh i'm sorry it's not personal 
And also, if I forgot your favorite, there are like a million fucking Christmas movies. So sue me. It's only I can only do so much. Okay. All right. If your favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone, every year you don't live in something that resembles a Chicago suburb is a personal failure in your eyes. You're a sucker for nostalgia. You've got a big heart and you're a big kid at heart and you have an irrational fear of home invasions. This really lands with me. Is this your favorite one? And I have an irrational fear of home invasions. So this makes sense, actually. So it's starting strong is what you're saying. I didn't know that your favorite movie was Home Alone. It's But up it there. does track. Okay, It's up there. Yeah. And it, yeah, you nailed it. Okay. Um, Love. Is that where that comes from? I mean, oh we watched these God, all when we were kids. I feel like there's a reason that when we watched some of these when we were kids, we are, are a certain way well, now. I'm I, a really afraid of dinosaurs after Jurassic Park. Okay. Okay, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of the one-armed man after The Fugitive. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get into The Fugitive is a whole other discussion. Okay. Okay, good job. Love, actually. Love, actually? Love, actually. Love, actually. Um. If your favorite movie, if your favorite Christmas movie is Love Actually, you want to be British and you are partial to a turtleneck. And I respect that. If you saw this as a kid or teen, you have anxiety now, thanks to the Emma Thompson storyline and the Laura Linney Carl storyline. Mm-hmm. Anxiety City. Just, it's hard to watch. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You favor tradition during the holidays and you get bummed out when things stray from the plan. You think, save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> it's the absolute height of comedy. Clearly, I do, because I can't even get through without laughing. Um, and you tell. don't really get these new Christmas movies. Uh, you might also be a dad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, The Night Before. Not The Night Before Christmas. That's coming. The Night Before starring Seth Rogen and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, this is a classic? Well, in some households. Okay. Yours? No, I didn't say mine. Okay. The night before. Mm-hmm. If this is your favorite, you like drugs and karaoke. Oh, I got to watch, no, watch it. No, yeah. sh- no shame in it. You're probably also the quote unquote fun one at Christmas dinner and you left midway through it to go smoke a J with your uncle. Uh, I feel like this assessment also f- uh, applies to the bad Santa crowd ah oh bad scent right yeah you know it's a similar type of person similar vibe okay yeah die hard Mm. okay die hard people will burst a blood vessel in their eyeball waiting for you to ask what their favorite christmas movie is (laughs) if your favorite christmas movie is die hard you want people to know so badly so badly so you're like a crossfitter it's like the crossfit equivalent of Christmas, Christmas movies, movies. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think people expect uh, diehard people expect uh, the reaction to always be, wait, wait, wait. So your favorite movie, your favorite Christmas movie is an action movie. Is that even a Christmas movie? It's if like it's the an pineapple. And the they want the debate. Yes. Yeah. They just they think that you know what? Go off, King. You're so you're so crazy for real for that one. <laughs> You're just so crazy and so so different uh, for liking Die Hard. Okay, the holiday. The fact that you are willing to overlook a complete lack of chemistry with the leads in favor of a cozy aesthetic tells me that you're either in an unhappy marriage 
but have a really nice kitchen. Or you just want to bone Jude Law in glasses. Bone Jude Law. Is that your favorite one? Well, I don't have a favorite Christmas movie, but I do kind of love that movie. You do want to bang Jude Law. And I mean, oh, he's pretty fucking dreamy in that movie. uh, He is. Like, even like Jude Law in those glasses, it's just something. And a turtleneck. And And a turtleneck. And just like the good widowed dad. Oh, it's mm. too much. But zero chemistry with Cameron I Diaz. I guess I love me way. a widow. I don't zero, know. zero chemistry with with Cameron. I might add. Mm. Um. Anyway, I also like the holiday, but don't worry, my my kitchen is not that nice. Okay. Uh, I had trouble with that one. It's a bit of a mixed bag of people, but people can report back on their marriages. Um. Okay. Holiday ha- Hallmark movies. Yeah. Uh, there's no specific one. There's no distinguishing them. They're all the same movie. Yeah. Just copy paste. So this started off. This, this started out as a novelty joke, but now you're now you're starting to like them, and it's time to stop. You're likely a millennial. You posted your Christmas tree and said, "Did a thing," and people might think you're a little bit basic, but 100% the person I am most terrified of, two bottles of prosecco deep. Like I. Th- somebody who loves holiday hallmark movies is a scary drunk i don't know what it is but it's just a it's just the facts i'll tell you this right now yeah their life is absolute chaos because they want something that doesn't surprise them on the big screen (laughs) yeah and they they the writers of those movies are probably the most scared of ai Oh, yeah. Uh, AI, uh, chat GPT could write a Hallmark movie. Actually, I'm going to do that when I get home. Yeah, Yeah. go write one. Okay. Um, A Christmas Story, It's a Wonderful Life, Charlie Brown Christmas, You Are My Mom. The Harry Potter series. Apparently, this is a thing. People binge watch the Harry Potter movies during the holidays. Mm -hmm. Uh, If this is your favorite thing to do during the Christmas holidays, your idea of a Christmas break well spent is being couch bound for five days. Just Buried in a couch. Lord of the Doritos. Rings too, right? Lord of the Rings. All do you think big, that people do that? People do that. Yeah. Okay. S- applies to the Lord of the Rings people too. Um, also, I'm not sure why this correlates, but it does. Um, you are also ride or die for the Michael Bublé Christmas album. Like, don't even bring <laughs> up Mariah to these people. Mm. Yeah. Trust me. Just. Okay. Elf. Hey. Love it. Safe choice impossible to hate always on tv you're a conflict diverse person um you're probably also a low-key uh stoner who thinks about dessert pasta a lot dessert spaghetti and oh. same honestly um have you seen the new spirited ryan ryan reynolds i have will ferrell i, I didn't it. mind it it was a little long i also unpopular opinion don't really like ryan reynolds i don't think he's that funny and i think he tries too hard but i love will ferrell Okay. Who's a true comedy legend. And I cannot agree or disagree with that because okay. of my love for Blake Lively. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, you know. Would take her over him, though. Oh, well. Come on. Come on. Quinn agrees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm picking a Canadian Ryan, it's Gosling. So yes. Yes. <laughs> This is why we need to be on camera. Okay, well, now got, that Paulina just <laughs> I got, <laughs> fought 
her headphones for the fourth time this season in our three I got episodes. episodes. Yeah. I got really excited about Ryan Gosling. I do love him, honestly. He's just Ken. Okay. Yeah. The Grinch. People either love or hate The Grinch. Really? Is it fiction or nonfiction? Okay. Sorry, True. Keep going. True. <laughs> if you if you love it, your strong personality, type A. I also feel like you resent Christmas uh, for how busy and expensive it is. Y- congratulations, you learned nothing from this movie. Also, real ones know that the animated OG Grinch is elite. Just going to say. Yes. Disagree oh. with a lot of that one. Really? No. Yeah. Grinch people are type A. Strong personalities. Kind of hate the holidays. Hmm. Anyway. Um... Last but not least, okay, <laughs> last but not least, that freaky Rudolph claymation movie from the 60s. Yes. Okay. You guys are familiar, right? Very. If this is your favorite, um, are you okay? Yeah. Because somebody check their storage Probably room. not. They're probably not okay because this movie is terrifying and you probably, and you likely watched it when you were a Oh, if we're doing a class action against anyone, it is parents against Elf on a Shelf. Parents against Elf on on a Shelf. Or kids who grew up with an Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fun for them. It's just not fun for us. I'm trying to think of what the the acronym would be for parents against Elf on the Shelf. (laughs) Yeah, like... I'll work on that. You guys discuss. (laughs) I gave up a while ago, and I'm having a hard time. I mean, I still do it. But I have a hard time, like, keeping track of the lies these days. It's a lot of lies. Um, I I mean, I never, I was never a, a kid who had to answer to an elf on the shelf. Payouts. But, but I did have to answer. I was Catholic. Yeah, me I was too. raised Catholic, so I had to answer to Jesus, which is much more terrifying. Riddled with shame. Which brings me right back to that Home Alone Rudolph? scene. Oh. <laughs> that <laughs> claymation? When he's at church. Oh, very, yeah. Very familiar very it yeah resonates i can yeah. see why that movie's your favorite um okay well if you watched rudolph between the ages of four and 12 you are entitled to compensation <laughs> dial 1-800 red nose rudolph lawyers yeah <laughs> okay oh no that's against that okay well hopefully i got most of them i don't i might have missed a few but i you know it is excellent it is. work we appreciate yeah, really, your really homework well done um, I would also like to add that I'm certain that Home Alone victims are also have a f- deep fear of abandonment. Oh, for sure. The fact that Claire yeah, m- multiple times left on the plane or left out of the trip. <laughs> um, you know, on what? that note, we got to get to Muley's without Claire. I think the oh. most. Yeah. W- if, on that note, Quinn and I have plans that we didn't uh, invite you to. So we're going to we're going to head out. Okay, thank you for listening to The Bits. You can follow us at The Bits Yeg on Instagram. And subscribe, tell your friends. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Enjoy your meat and cheese. I will.